0: Alright, so for years we've been talking about how nobody can beat the Warriors And it's a foregone conclusion that they're going to be in the finals it is. And it's a foregone conclusion that they're going to play the Cavs in the finals Once they
1: added Kevin Durant and the Cavs still have LeBron James I think the story of the NBA is pretty much written so far So, But to make that? it
0: interesting, let's talk about whether that is a foregone conclusion Obviously the Warriors side is not really worth talking about um, the threat is really in the Eastern Conference.
1: And I don't know. Uh, I think this year we're seeing the most threats to the Warriors. I think at any given chance, like if you thought the, the three prior years, if you if the Warriors lose someone, they still have a chance to be anyone leading up to the finals and that the Cavs would be the only ones who could probably knock them off. But I think this year you're seeing teams like the Rockets, The Spurs without Kawhi Leonard, and we've seen what the Spurs did with Kawhi Leonard against those Warriors to to push them over the hump. You have the Timberwolves who are actually in contention. They have a young team. I think that depends on where Andrew Wiggins develops. I think he needs to have a little bit more killer instinct in his game. Yeah. And um, and the Thunder, I think that if that's a second-round matchup... You don't really want to play them. You don't want to play the Thunder. I mean, if they take one game in Golden State, they therefore have home-court advantage. And I think... I, I think OKC can do it with those three stars because it's a yeah. star driven league. Yeah, we've seen it all the time. The stars went out, and so with those three stars together,
0: it comes down to a game seven, and all three of them play well, they have a chance.
1: Melo and- with that killer instinct, Russell Westbrook doesn't want to lose, and especially not to Kevin Durant. Yeah, and especially to have his Thunder lose to the Warriors again. I but I I think I think the Warriors have the most competition, but I mean with that lineup, that team, Kevin Durant. Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, that that team is just—they have a, an imagine, like unimaginable amount of riches when it comes to shooting, and the defense that they play gets overshadowed by that. And I think that with Draymond Green still there, that that team is just—they're too stacked. They are, they are, and I don't know if there's real a real threat, but I would love to see, it. I would love to see a second round matchup against the Thunder and see how they come out on the other side of that matchup because I think they're gonna be more beat up in the playoffs than they ever have with the competition, especially during the second round because the first round they're going to play a team that they're obviously better than. But then when you get to the second round and then the conference finals, they're going to face some more tougher, tougher opponents. And I'm, 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 I'll, that's what I want to see now. The Warriors actually have some, some competition in the West, and let's see how it plays out.
0: I, I really don't think they have competition, mostly because I feel like they've been going half speed all year. Mm. They started off the season a little slow. And they're starting to have that classic championship-caliber team uh, spending the summer like you won the championship kind of style. And like you, you go back to like the Lakers with Shaq and Kobe that won a bunch of championships. You could tell that Shaq was not really working too hard in the offseason, right? Sort of using the regular season to like wind up for the playoffs. And you know once you have the intensity of an NBA finals game or particularly like a game 7 NBA finals game are you really that amped up in like mid December to play some middling team you're not so I, I think that's kind of the warriors malaise so far and i think they're because of that they're so itching to play like a real game in the playoffs that they will clearly like turn it up a whole turn notch it up. and then they've added a lot of depth i mean nick young is a goofball he could shoot with that shot and they don't need a whole lot. Has from if Nick Young scores 10 points, that's, that's, that's all like, they need. Money. Right. Uh, David West is a real vet. He's the classic <sighs> vet that you add on a championship team. The kind yes. of thing that the Spurs have always been good at. The Rockets have he always been with good the at. He Spurs
1: for you. year Before right? he left. He, he sort of, sort of like dollars. those,
0: those Robert Ori's where yes. you're finally getting them cheap, at the downside of their career and they're finally to come off the bench. Um, so, and what was the draft pick that uh, they traded for uh, the, uh, the young guy? Uh, oh, Jordan um, Jordan Bell. Jordan Bell. I mean, he fits in perfectly. His He's energy. like a mini Draymond Green. Like, how, do
1: you, how do you let him fall into their hands? Yeah. Like, I watched him play at Oregon, and just watching him play, he was one of the best players in the NCAA tournament. He played great like, in the tournament. He did, and it's like, when you have that type of hype behind your name, you would have thought that that would lead to maybe even a late first-round pick, but I don't think he Definitely. had the promises from the teams that he wanted. Or maybe some teams wanted to send them overseas. And so a team, that, that leaves the opportunity for a team like the Warriors to soup in. And on that and kind of deep like team,
0: that. you can have specialists. You can have a guy who's basically a shot blocker, energetic, athletic. He'll run the floor. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I honestly think that the Warriors don't have any competition because we haven't even really seen them. They're 40-11 they're and 11 right now. And I feel like they haven't been trying all that hard, at least in the first part of the season. Curry's hit a stride lately, and Curry's kind of back into his groove. Um, obviously, adding a guy like Durant disrupts the offense to some extent when you were the number one option. But, yeah, I, I don't see any threat to the Warriors. We've talked about the Rockets before. Yes. And the Rockets are perfectly constructed to get hot for a couple games. Harden just has 60 in a triple-double. I mean, how can you have 60 points and 11 assists? That's amazing,
1: but but one thing that I do look at when you when you look at these games and these gaudy stat lines, you have to look at the whole picture. It's like I was watching Dave Chappelle; he was like calling standing too close to the elephant. So, like you take a step back and you look at the whole picture. And looking at it, they only won by seven points. Yeah. So it's like you had this. That's what, That effort. was what was required. Yes. Just to so win the like, game. You needed that sixty points in that moment to win the game. But we're seeing the Warriors when Klay Thompson for instance, goes off for 60 points. He doesn't and, even play in the fourth quarter. Exactly. or You sit
0: all your guys in the fourth quarter because that just way puts you
1: over the top. So, I mean, I, I get it. Uh, but when we look at it, when's the last time we've seen the Warriors with double-digit losses halfway into the season? Yeah. I mean, as you said, they may have been going half speed, but do you think there's a, a slight chink in the armor? do you think that these other teams are finally figuring out some of the things that the Warriors like to do, because we've seen it now for three years. The way
0: it would have to work is, they're slightly complacent and slightly overconfident, and play sloppy. Because if you could make one argument against the Warriors, it's that turnovers could be their undoing. Okay, so if you combine that with a team that hits their stride, either Golden, uh, either the Rockets or OKC, um, where those those teams are just hot for seven games. If you combine a lax and sloppy effort that, where they're not mentally there with a the quality team that gets hot, that's the perfect storm where you, you could have uh, them lose in the Western Conference Finals. I don't, I don't think it's likely, but, but that's how it would have to work, right? They would have to be sloppy and lackadaisical for much of the series and enough to tilt the balance.
1: So even, even with the knock being on the Warriors that they don't have as much rim protection as they as they as you want for a team. And then you see teams potential matchups with the Thunder, with the Spurs, with the Rockets, even the Timberwolves. Those are the the, the four teams chasing the Warriors right now. They all have either a star big man or a big or man or an efficient hoops. inside presence. Exactly. So how do you think how do you think that plays against the Warriors? Do you think that's the one thing that could work I, against them or do you think that they have the offense to to It only works against
0: that? them if they're sloppy. Because the Warriors are constructed with the very simple notion three points is worth more than two points. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay? So you come down the floor like and you get your lobs, right? But you know, over the course of a series, Clay, Steph, Durant, Nick Young And then you even add the guys like Iguodala, um, Ian Clark. I mean, these guys are going to hit shots. Um, Draymond Green is going to have a game where the three-pointer is definitely working. So, you you really need a mental collapse on, on the Warriors. And, again, that's how the Rockets are constructed. And that's loosely how Oklahoma City is constructed. So... You you just play the odds. That's the best chance you have. You you might as well go at that. But um, it, it's still a low odds situation over a seven game
1: series. I just I, I just like the way the Rockets are constructed. they the Rockets give me some hope because yeah. they're they're actually deeper than they were before. They had players, but they actually have serviceable players now. Chris Paul adds a lot. I feel and when we look at the Chris Paul trade, I feel like the Clippers also traded um Mbamute to the Rockets as well. Yeah. And that gets overlooked. And I think he shot have, the ball pretty well. You, and you had now you have bodies to throw at Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. You have multiple bodies. You're gonna first throw Trevor Ariza, then you can throw Mbamute, then you could throw yeah. PJ Tucker. So you have multiple yeah. players, multiple looks. You can give Kevin Durant different looks and I think one thing against the Warriors is you can't show them the same thing yeah. all the time. They're gonna beat that. They yeah. have the talent to beat what you showed them consistently. So you have to switch it up against them. And I think... Those are nice defensive wings. And I think the Rockets, they have enough offense, in my opinion, to compete with them. They now have another point guard, another scoring option in Chris Paul. And I, I think that they do have the talent. The one thing that I would love to have seen them do was to hopefully add Melo. If they added Melo, I think yeah. they would be right them there with, them, with the Warriors. But I don't know. I just I'm holding on to the fact that maybe somebody could compete with them because I don't... I don't want to give in to the notion that the Warriors have the West sewn up and that it's 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 over. I'm, I'm a Spurs fan at heart, so I'm going to say my Spurs are always in it in the Western Conference. But I just think that this year, possibly, possibly, if James Harden keeps up this MVP season that he has, if Chris Paul can stay healthy, I think they, they have a slight chance. Not but, not, not a – they have a puncher's chance, which yeah. means anybody can, They
0: totally you know. have a puncher's chance. And like you said, with – Harden putting up 60 points and 11 assists and only winning by six. To me, that means you need the role players to play exceptionally well. Ariza's got to be hitting the three. P.J. Tucker, when the defense plays the percentages and gives him the open corner three, he's got to hit it. And it's got to be a seven-game stretch where he's hitting it more than he's not. That's how it has to work out. They have the personnel to have the potential to do that. But... It, the odds are against them doing that against the Warriors over a seven-game series. But, hey, nobody else really has a chance, and, and that's the blueprint for them to do it.
1: Oh, and we didn't even mention Eric Gordon coming yeah. off their bench. He's who's, played really, really well. really good score. For a guy
0: who's been injured for a lot of his career, as soon as he's been with the Rockets, he's been the perfect been player for them. Yes, uh, A sixth man who's really exceeded that role because of how he's played. And... You know, the way they run their offense is really nice, too, the way um, even in in early November when teams are a little rusty. I was watching a preseason game with them. They move the ball so well. They move without the ball to those open spots on the floor to get open three-pointers. And a guy like Gordon and a guy like Ariza, the, the offense was, was at full tilt yes. in November. Um, That's and, D'Antoni
1: for you. Yeah. He's an offensive guru.
0: And it's it's just they, they're they really good at using the shot clock to wear down the defense to get the open three. And that's that's their strength. And they'll really have to lean on that in order to win.
1: And one last thing before we because I'm a conspiracy theorist as well, and I love my Spurs, so I have to put this last tidbit in. What if Kawhi is not really injured, like we say? What if and, they're just saving him? And we have the Spurs... Only seven games back right now the Warriors. So, okay, we might not catch the Rockets. We'll we're, we're settling for third place. Sure. But we're the third best team in the loaded Western Conference. Yeah. Without Kawhi Leonard. Which is really impressive. So now it's when like you say it like that. We're hearing this frustration come out of San Antonio Camp that maybe Kawhi Leonard is frustrated with the with the way his injury maybe has Maybe he been just Andrew. wants to play. But maybe he's itching to play. Yeah. He's healthy. Yeah. And San Antonio is just like, no, we've seen you get hurt. Yeah. We so know which games are more important let's than other games. And the games that are more important than other games, the playoffs. Yeah. So let's, let's go through this, through the first half of the season. Make sure you're 100 sort of break, Make sure you're 1,000%. Yeah. And then we bring you back, and that puts them over the top. Yeah. So, so who knows? So I'm, I'm just hoping that, that somebody in the West could, could compete well, with Well, just the like with
0: the Rockets, the Spurs sort of need some magic where the role players really exceed their average level of play. LaMarcus is having a great season. Kawhi is one of the top five players in the league, if he's on the court. Yes. Um, they have a system in place that um, can really still make use of guys who are really past their expiration date, right? <laughs> but you but you really need all of those guys to play at Ooh. an above-average level over a seven-game series, just like the Rockets would have to. And... Um, it's possible, right? Because like you said, okay, they're they're third in the in the west and that's a stacked west and that's without Kawhi Leonard. So this team knows how to win games, but they still have to play above the level that they've been playing at in order to beat the Warriors in a seven-game series.
1: So so anybody who plays the Warriors, honestly, if we if it, when it boils down to it, I only I only see them going six games, maybe with. You need with a mix of goals. luck.
0: You need to hit a hot streak, and at the same time, you need the Warriors to be lackadaisical and sloppy and play below their game. You can't have the Warriors playing at their normal level, yep. and, and that be them. enough. It's, it's just it's not it's going to happen.
1: Utterly impossible. What about their counterparts? Well, That's what's happening on the other side? With
0: out the east, it's a lot more wide open. Um. So, obviously, the Celtics are number one without one of their superstar free agents. And that's because they're very well coached. And uh, Kyrie Irving has played above or better uh, than expectations.
1: I think he's at least top four MVP. I
0: mean, if you're Kawhi Leonard, uh, excuse me, if you're Kyrie Irving, and uh, you wanted a perfect season after the season, you leave the Cavs. This is pretty much it. It is. You're ahead of the Cavs in the standings without one of your top players. And the Cavs are really scratching their heads about what they need to do. And everyone feels like the Celtics really um, are going to be fine for many, many years. Um, So everything's working out really well for Kyrie. And this team can play better than this. That's the scary thing about Boston.
1: I don't know. I mean... The Cavs still have LeBron James, the, the greatest player on the planet right now. And they're 29-20, third place in the East. I mean, whether or not they get home court advantage throughout, I don't think that's going to play a factor into it. it. all
0: It turns into one game ultimately, I, I really. think they
1: just need to get there. The, the Cavs are just going through their growing pains. They I, Isaiah Thomas has just come back. We have multiple players in and out of the lineup. Tristan Thompson hasn't been able to get his foot in under him. We see Kevin Love going in and out. The lineup switches with Dwayne Wade and J.R. Smith. So it's, it's a lot of grumblings coming out of Cleveland, a lot of different storylines with LeBron Which stayed. we've seen before. We have. And so I think this is just the same old story again. And we're looking at it. It's, it's what, February now? It's and a
0: similar malaise that, it again, is. these championship and so, so it's had. like,
1: how much stock can we really put into these records? Because Boston was the number one team last year. And so now, okay, we have the Raptors who are right behind them. But do we really see the Raptors at the threat? We love what DeMar DeRozan... He's having a fantastic season. He's clearly elevated to the next level. He has, but is that enough to beat LeBron? No, not in a seven-game series. And so it's just like, okay, if the Cavs are healthy when they need to be healthy come April, come playoff time, that's the biggest thing, the biggest question mark with them. I don't think that there's any team that can beat them as well-coached as Boston is, even with Kyrie Irving, and they have wonderful young talent with Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. I just don't. I don't see them having enough, even with players like Marcus Smart, Teddy there It's just maybe Golden Hayward is really what's missing from them. And if they had Golden Hayward and they they have a different outlook, and maybe they go and add another piece at this point in the season because it's the trade deadline approaching, then maybe I would say I would put Boston in that. And in they that have class.
0: seven or eight million in uh, salary exception in the injury exception because of Gordon Hayward got hurt so early. So post trade deadline, if some. Decent player gets traded to some crap team and gets released. They can easily pick him up and for a nice contract. But I, I, I like what you're saying about Cleveland, which if you go back to this point, last season, you go back to this point two seasons ago when LeBron took his like little mini va- vacation to uh, Miami, banana right? Boat. Banana boat, a uh, little two week <laughs> banana boat, ten day banana boat, whatever. <laughs> um, it's the similar malaise that these championship teams have and. Conversely, if you look at how they started the playoffs last year, they were kicking the crap out of everybody. They waltzed to the finals. They were shooting uh, really, really well from three. They had only and one loss, yeah, I think,
1: before the finals? They,
0: of- they just walked straight to the finals. And when you look at the standings in the Eastern Conference, what is really in their way in getting to the conference finals? You either have to beat the Raptors or the Heat right now, I think they can do that so it it really comes down to um will they be playing at a high enough a high enough level to beat celtics and look it's going to be a good matchup that's going to be a great eastern conference final but the point is that that it's a foregone conclusion there that it's a cakewalk until the eastern conference finals and you basically have to win one series to get to the finals and this is a veteran team with a lot of guys who, like the Warriors, have been itching to play a meaningful game for months now. Um, so don't be surprised when the Cavs look very different in the playoffs than they do right now.
1: Yeah, because I I, I just think that the NBA season, as we know, it's 82 games, then you have the playoffs after that. It's, it's, it's a gauntlet. And, it's a long season. And I think that, you know, teams like the Cavs, they're an older team.
0: Absolutely. They, they
1: can't really press the way that they want to. I mean, it was certain times where... At a point in the game, they're playing even with a lesser team, and you can see, okay, now it's time to turn it up. Let's put this team away. I don't think they have that ability now, only because they're a little older, and but they don't have their legs under them. They don't really know what they have with Isaiah Thomas. He hasn't really been the Isaiah Thomas of old. And like I said, a lot of players in and out the lineup. And I just I, there's a lot of grumblings coming out of there. Like, what do you do with LeBron? I think that's kind of hindering them performing optimally. But I definitely, just, I just feel like. At the end of the day, no one is going to be able to stop LeBron James. If it's mano y mano and you have to go up with LeBron James, I don't think that there's anybody that can that can compete with them. I think the Celtics have the best chance because yep. they do have Kyrie Irving who can put on that type of performance. Potentially neutralize his and level of performance. So I do give the Celtics a chance. They're like the Rockets of the East for me. Yeah. But still, at the end of the day, I just think it's going to be the same old story and It's a marathon, not a sprint, as we see with this NBA season. So we're going to go through a lot of different scenarios, a lot of different storylines until it's time to really lace them up and say, okay, now let's play it. Like, where do we see these teams in March? Where do we see these teams in April? How are they playing at that point in the season? How does their roster look? What is the state of the health of of the roster? When we examine that at that point, I think we'll have a clearer picture if there's really any contenders on both sides because I, I don't really see anybody contending with the Warriors with that roster. Yeah. Like the, the team that they have is that's just amazing for them to be able to put that together, and then with LeBron James, it's like it's like Tom Brady—you just can't bet against that man. So yeah. I, I really don't see anyone competing. I would love to see a change of the guard and not have the same four team, same two teams, rather in the finals for four years straight. But unfortunately, I don't, I don't see this year being a year. Maybe next year, but but this year, no, I don't, I don't, I don't see it.
0: I think we might see it this year, and it's for two reasons. The first reason is that this is a team sport, and you could have one guy playing out of his mind, and if the role players aren't picking up enough slack, it's not enough. LeBron's first go of it in Cleveland, this was one man putting the whole team on his back, and he really just didn't have the talent around him. That's why he left. That's why he went to Miami, because he wanted a better roster around him. And as soon as he had a better roster around him, obviously they're going to the finals. Obviously, this is a championship caliber team. And the threat to Cleveland is that the role players are slacking off, not because they don't care about these regular season games, but because they're old and they just don't quite have the edge as much or injuries or some confluence of all of these things where LeBron's going to play his heart out and the rest of the guys just don't quite match that level of intensity. That's what could limit the Cleveland Cavaliers. Is that the other guys? Look, you know LeBron's going to do LeBron things.
1: LeBron's going to. He's going to get
0: twenty-eight, eight and eight every single game, and and not get enough love for it. The question is, how do you get the other, you know, the seventy-five points? From the whole rest of the team. And if those guys aren't doing it consistently enough, efficiently enough, in a seven-game series, a team like the Raptors, who get better and better and better consistently every single year, might have a puncher's chance in a seven-game series. Because, like we said, DeMar DeRozan has taken that next step. And maybe the, 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 the success that they've had in the regular season... Starts to translate to the playoffs. The Raptors have been the the heir apparent for three or four seasons now, and as soon as the playoffs starts, they play like crap. They just look at Lowry doesn't have it. DeRozan's shot feels like someone opened the door and there's <laughs> there's a draft in there, right? And the role players are not hitting those open shots. Um, and maybe it is time where the Raptors are confident enough because they're confident enough in DeRozan to say, this guy's a late game closer, and because we know we have that, we can all play real free and loose, and you know, they have more depth than they used to um, and, you know maybe in a seven game series the role players on the Raptors outplay the role players on Cleveland, and that's possible. maybe that is the difference right, because if, if it stays the way that it is right now They're going to play in the second round. And um, the Cavs need a little something more, especially with Kevin Love. Broken hand, out two months. J.R. Smith, if his shot's not falling, is everything else going to work? Probably not. Is Shumpert going to play and be productive? Is Tristan uh, Thompson going to be the energy guy that you need to be the effort guy? There's a lot of question marks with the role players. There should be zero question marks with LeBron. Absolutely zero question. with
1: It's all about the other guys, LeBron.
0: and we're close to the trade deadline. And do they make a panic move to try
1: to fix that? I don't. I don't think that's a solution for the Cavs because they haven't had. If you look at their projected lineup of what they would want their starters to be, I don't think that lineup has played many minutes together. That's so I fair. don't think we see exactly who the Cavaliers are. So to make a rash decision and say, "Okay, we're gonna go and make another move to." integrate another player. I don't think that's the best option. I think they do need some help, so maybe if they if they did go and get like a DeAndre Jordan-type player, a player who can shore up the interior, maybe that's something that they do need because we haven't seen Tristan Thompson, and their defense has been really poor. So, I mean, if you do get that last line of defense to say, okay, well, we know our guards are not really going to stay in front of anybody, but if we have that second line of defense and we can have the rotation and the help defense from there, you know what I'm saying, maybe that can help their team to to be better but I don't know I still feel like the Cavs are going to be there at the end we haven't really seen what their team looks like and hopefully they get it right but I mean it remains to be seen Uh, it remains to be seen